Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world-traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. Hello and welcome back to Ayers on the Road, on the snowy road. The snowy road. Wow, we are into winter and Christmas season and it is, we've got a lot of snow. Wow, this is the answer to a lot of Right. Yeah, moisture, moisture. We go to a ward in the summer of a bear lake, and every prayer starts with a, a request for moisture. And right. we are getting it. And it's a week until Christmas, and we wish you all the merriest possible time. We always laugh, Linda. We're, we, you know, we, since it's a radio show, we get up and we just do it, and we haven't combed our hair yet or anything. But here today, you're looking beautiful because you're <laughs> off to a, an engagement with your one and only sister to have a special Christmas time. And I, on the other hand, I'm going to be staying home practicing the cello for a musical event, which scares right. me to death. Right. And so I'm not dressed up at all, but I do have on, just to paint a picture for you listeners, just imagine Linda dressed up, ready to go out, you know, in beautiful Christmassy clothes. And picture me sitting here with a hat on my head that Linda gave me, which makes me look like a Christmas tree. <laughs> it, it is a green hat with sort of like fake pine needles. I don't know if you'd call them that. It's green anyway. And tree green. And, and it has seven Christmas tree ornaments around it and a star on the top. It is really fun. Um, he gets comments on it wherever he goes. I knew that he would love it. So well, we were on, on a couple of flights the other day, and I've never had so much fun because a certain percentage of people, not everyone, a lot of people are doing a little ball humbug thing, but a lot of people were like, wow, you're a Christmas tree, or I love your hat, or Merry Christmas. So I think I'm going to keep this hat forever and wear it. All of December every year. I hope so. But by the way, it's not pine needles. It's like a woolly lamb. Well, but it's supposed to be a Christmas tree. Well, there's no pine needles there. But there are about 10 little balls. No, there's seven. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, going on. Um, (laughs) We are excited to talk to you today because we have kind of a fun three-letter word. We're getting back to our three-letter lessons. Those of you who are longtime listeners know that we really believe in the same concept Benjamin Franklin believed in, that if you have certain words or certain concepts in your mind and you carry them around with you, you sort of self-program yourself. I, I doubt Benjamin Franklin used those terms, but you you affect who you are. So Franklin was not not talking about what he did. It wasn't a plan. It wasn't a, a course of action. It was a concept that he would hold in his mind and try to become that. And his were very practical, like punctuality, courtesy, um, politeness. Our, ours are, yeah. ours are a, a little more, uh, we've always had, we've always tried this all of our married life. We've had these words that we've tried to create to become those words but we've recently decided you can get them all down to three letter words and that they seem to work better for us because they lodge 
in your mind. Anyway, you may wonder what in the world we're talking about, but some of you have been following these, and this is number 20. It's the 20th of these little words, and it's a fun one, Linda. N-O-W, now. Now, why is that a word we want to become part of us? Well, you know, I just, I read a something, I mean, I heard a podcast or something about how important it is to be in the now. Wow, even us at Christmas time, I wake up in the morning thinking, okay, this is what I got to do. This is what I got to do. This is what I got to do. And if I can only get through it. If I can get through it, I'm going to be okay. And um, instead of enjoying each of those little instead things. Instead of waking up and saying, you are so good at this, honey. Um, oh, this is a beautiful day. Look at this. Oh, the snow is coming down. Um, you've kind of forced me to be in the now, which I appreciate. But no, it, you're you're natural. We really good. need to do that more, even when we're hassled and in the line and, uh, tr- you know, trying to navigate snow in a car. You just look around and say, what can I appreciate now about the, now, yeah. right now? The, the, the idea is now is good, no matter what it is, no matter how much pressure you're under, no matter, you know, how much concern you feel right now. Aren't you glad you're here? Aren't you glad you're in the now? Aren't you glad you're alive? Aren't you glad it's almost Christmas? Just the idea of being here, being present. Um, people have a lot of fun with this, of course. The present we're talking about Christmas presents, right? But the present is the real present. Being present is the present from God. It's it's the thing we can we can appreciate. And of course, it involves a lot of awareness and observation, right? If you start out, if you want to get yourself in the now, get up and look around and find something to appreciate right away. Often it's the weather, although Lately around here, you have to love snow to really appreciate the now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I We went to a basketball game last night. <laughs> we happen to be Utah Jazz fans. And uh, we, I, I went with... That was the now all the way through the that whole was, game. Well, that, that's the point. <laughs> I went with kind of a reluctantly because I had so much other stuff that I needed to do. Um, and then we missed the train. Uh, we live, live downtown Salt Lake City, and uh, we missed the train, so we had to walk. It was kind of snowy, but it was beautiful. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we we got there, and I just was so worried when I sat down. And then suddenly... Plus, you kind of had a premonition they were going to lose. We were playing the, the first-place team in, in our conference. And you right. were a little pessimistic. Oh, because we... We had beat them two days earlier, and I thought they're out for blood. There is we, no we, way. There is no way that we had beat them. We had <laughs> defeated defeated them. them. Yeah, <laughs> we had won. We had, um, but it was so interesting because there was no way to be anywhere but right there at that game. Uh, we, I just to make a long story short, we won in overtime just by the skin of our teeth. But it was really exciting. And I loved just getting out of all the stuff that was going on in my mind that had to be done for Christmas and just being there. It's a really good point. Every, there were 18,000 people there. And I'll tell you what, during those last few minutes, they were all present in the now. Right. They, <laughs> they'd forgotten about their Christmas shopping they hadn't done. They'd forgotten about their aches and pains. 
they were united in a loud, loud oneness. <laughs> <laughs> they were, and it was so fun. And I think, you know, why can't we do that more often? Just be in the now. Um, and it's especially appropriate at Christmas time because so we're, we're so prone to, to just say, if I can only get through the shopping, if I can only get to, you know, Christmas Eve, then everything will be great. And it often is. Yeah. I mean, that is when we finally get into the now. But wouldn't it be great if we could be in it all the time? Well, I just think that it's not all, uh, you know, fun stuff, uh, just minutia that you're running through at Christmas. There's some hard times. In yeah, Christmas absolutely. Too. There. Um, there are people that are suffering in your life and there are people who need your help. And there are things that really um, pull us into another world, but that's okay too, because we're in the now. How can we help this person? Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Being in the now as we're trying to define it for ourselves, at least is not a self-centered thing. It's not like, wow, aren't I in a wonderful place right now? Isn't this beautiful to me? I mean, that's part of it right? because that's the appreciation. But but being in the now in terms of who needs you right now or, or why does that person look a little distressed or sad or, you know, I wonder what he's thinking or what she's feeling right now. There's a lot of empathy in being in the now. Yes. And when we are thinking about our problems and hard things and we run into somebody I have uh, just met a young woman, a young mother late, uh, lately, who I just had met her um, and I, uh, through the church. And they said, can you try to take care of this person? Because she is, well, they just gave me a name. I didn't even know who she was, but I went. A ministering assignment. Uh, yes. Who know. And I found this beautiful woman, this young mother. She said, well, uh, it'll be hard for you to come and visit me, but if we could just talk on a FaceTime call, I can do that. And I had a friend with me, my companion, who was uh, in, in on this with me. And she said, well, you know, my problem is that I work all night. Oh, this, the, your person, yes. your Yes, and I here. have a little four-year-old here, but I work all night. And my husband also works all night. But uh, another thing, but so she is uh, waiting all night for calls from New Zealand and Australia. Because she's because from she's, the, the South Pacific. Right. And so she's taking orders for a big company. Um, and it is just remarkable. I'm like, how do you do that? And then she said, and I have a little four-year-old who is non-speaking autistic. Yeah. Ah, that just took my breath away. And then I just, we we tried to reason with what we could do. And she said, well, the biggest problem is that he has eczema so bad that he has really put move. gloves on his hands and so that he doesn't scratch himself, scratch his skin right off. And she said, he's laying right here. And she showed him to us. And, oh, my gosh, that was another in the moment for yeah, me. Yeah. We were like so laser focused, like, what can we do to help? And that's what mattered to you right at that moment. That your your focus was on that woman and her son and their needs, and that is that is the most beautiful way ever to be in the now because you forget about yourself. 
Oh, my goodness. Yes. You just try to think what <clears throat> the focus is. What can I do for a lot of people right. that are frivolous? And then you focus in on what does this young mother need? And <clears throat> it's turned into such a lovely relationship. I let I just I love that moment. We were both squeezed yeah, together, yeah. looking at her on that little phone, and her telling us her story. And um, think what, and think how she was in the moment with, with you and your friend, focused on her and helping, and and I bet some of the burden lifted at least in her mind, and she was in the moment. In other words. Being in the now, being in the present can be contagious to the person you're with or trying to help or, or you know, unify right. with in some Well, way. what made that especially uh, beautiful and poignant was that she, I was able to meet her um, at a later time at a word party. She came for just a few minutes to give me a hug and to give my my companion, my partner, my friend a hug. And it was really special. Yeah. Um, so I just think those moments are the ones that really count. Well, when you think of it, love, the, the, the greatest of all virtues, the thing we all want more of, it's basically always in the now. I mean, it's it's what you're feeling at the moment. You You can sort of remember love when it's past but not really you have to recreate it and feel it again it's always in the now and i think before we take a break i'll just i'll just mention the sanskrit poet maybe and and this is so much quoted it's almost trite but if you really think about what this means uh yesterday is but a dream tomorrow only a vision but today well lived makes every yesterday a dream of joy and every tomorrow a vision of hope. I mean, in other words, it all goes through the now. There, There, there is only the now. You, you, We talk about the future and the past, but we're never in it. We're, we're in the now. All right. we got to do is acknowledge that we're in the now and really be there mentally rather than living in the past or living in the future. Although the past and the future are beautiful too, and they – are part of the balance that they're can, part of the play that you're yeah, in, you know, yeah. the past and the future and your life. But that the now is what is so crucial. Absolutely. So we're going to, we're going to dig deeper into that, especially applying it to Christmas. There's ever a time we need to learn to be in the now it's at Christmas and worshiping the savior and, and finding the joy that's there. So Hang in with us, and we'll be right back after this short break. Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. And we're back um, talking about three letters, N-O-W, now. It is really fun to think about this because we have to force ourselves to be in the now. I think everyone does, don't you? Right now, yeah. But right now, I mean, it really yeah. is. Oh, right now, yeah. yeah. We're, we're in the now, Linda. We're sitting here doing a radio show or doing a podcast. We're, we're reaching thousands of people who are friends and we've never even met them. And that's a good thing. And and we hope it's a good thing for you. And it's now. It's not next week or 
last week. It's right now. You know, parents even have a heart. Well, look, look at it this way. Imagine young parents. And by the way, we are, can I just say, Linda, we are <laughs> really thinking about young parents because we are about to become great grandparents. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we just before we started looked at this delightful ultrasound picture of our first great grandchild, a little girl that all of our family calls Peanut. Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> and looking at this ultrasound and there she is and I'm not kidding you. She's sucking her thumb in the womb. Oh, the technology <laughs> that they can do now. Remember, we very first, in fact, they didn't even uh, have this technology until our last two babies. And um, our, the last two of our children, of yeah. our babies. Yeah. yeah. Since we're so old. And so it was so exciting to see that, um, especially because we had <clears throat> three boys in a row and everybody was cheering for a girl. Oh, when we first saw right, her when we saw daughter was little, on yeah. But it was but, a fuzzy ultrasound. Oh, but that's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's a, a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> that, that, no, that's not a baby. What? Where? And I remember <clears throat> the technician saying, oh, this is, these are the arms, these are the legs, the, here's the We're head. Like, well, if you say so. <laughs> okay. All right. If you say so, that's Okay. But this has gotten incredible. You can see inside of her little brain. You can see her little see thumb. See how smart she's going to be. You can see be. her fingers curled <laughs> around her her thumb as, as she's sucking on it. It is really You can count her fingers and toes now instead of after she's first born. Right. Oh, gosh. But, so that, world. talk about being in the now. But what, what, what I was trying to say before I got distracted by that thought is, imagine uh, a young couple and they're with their they're with their little daughter let's say a toddler and um on the one hand they are living in the now because you know one thing children do for you is they sort of force you to live in the now babies force you to live in the now but sometimes you don't appreciate the now as much as you should but imagine this couple and they're they're like um oh my goodness when is this little kid gonna start walking i am so tired of lugging her around she's so heavy i just they're living in the future when will they be able to do this when will they be able to feed themselves when will they be able to you know and i wish for the future and or but but then the future comes and they're like oh my gosh this little kid is into everything wasn't it nice when she just sit in one place and wasn't <laughs> it nice when she couldn't mess up the whole house with trying to eat by herself and I mean, even I'm just trying to point out that even in the most basic things, it's sort of a human tendency to long for something we don't have yet or we're not able to do yet or whatever, or to pine away for how wonderful the good old days used to be or when we had less cares or we were just carefree students or sure. and, and instead of getting this gift, and I don't you think some people just have it instinctively, but not many. Where they're just like, I don't, you know, yeah, I, I had, I, I love the past, I love the future, but I'm here now, and this is beautiful, and I'm glad it's right now, and this is what matters is now. Wow, that's good advice, especially at the Christmas season, because 
I've got 10 things in my mind right now yeah, <laughs> that yeah, I need to do, that you need to do today and, you know, focus on this and that and so on. It really is important to think about what am I about right now? And, you know, the serendipity that we, that many of you know is our kind of our favorite word in many ways. The, the serendipity or the, the things that you don't expect that are good, that are beautiful they come when we they're the they're the gift we get when we learn to live in the now because you know think of serendipity things you couldn't plan things that are actually better than what you had planned but you have to be aware enough of them to notice them so there's a beautiful sunset or an old friend calls or you're in the mall trying to shop for something and you're late but there's someone you haven't seen for five years the ability to say Wow, that's a that's a serendipity. That's a that's a now thing. I'm going to be a little late if I have to, because this is better than the thing I'm trying to get to. That that's a gift, but I think it's a gift you can develop. And you know, again, the the definition of the the real definition of serendipity is a state of mind whereby a person frequently finds something better than that which he is seeking. And, and we can develop that. That's a that's why this is a good three-letter lesson. You can work on that. Part of it is just observing. Part of it is writing down things that are beautiful. Part of it is the thankful journals that we talk about once a month on this, on this podcast. Part of it is being aware that this is a moment that I didn't plan. This is so great. This is so great. Yesterday... I had catastrophe day before yesterday. <laughs> catastrophe. My computer died. Oh, right in the you middle of Christmas. That well, honey. It died. I mean, it just wouldn't wouldn't charge back up. It just That's wouldn't. my worst nightmare. I would I would have I would have fallen apart. You you handled that well. Oh my goodness. I was just so at least I have my phone, but I'm just awkward on my phone. I love being on the computer. And I had so much stuff to do. I hate doing Amazon on my phone. But anyway. Um, it was really interesting because I ran over to the Apple store. We lived in a, a little condo downtown and I thought, oh, it's just here. This That's good. So I went over thinking, okay, I'm going to hand this to you and you're going to tell me. I'll just you're going to just me another plug. Me. Yeah, you'll yeah. just give me another plug and this <laughs> thing is going to work. And he Hope tried. Springs eternal. Uh, first of all, what they said to me is, oh, we can't even take you for three hours. Three hours. Oh, yeah. And so... I said, okay, call me when you can. So in three hours, they finally called me back. But in the meantime, a friend called me who was coming downtown to work. But this is a friend who is so dear, and I haven't seen her for so long. She said, do you have uh, a minute? Because I have a little something for you. Can you meet me somewhere? And I said, okay, yeah, meet me at the (laughs) Apple store. (laughs) And so... I said, it's probably going to take a long time. I'll be there for a while. So I um, we met at the Apple store and it was so fun to see her and to catch up. She'd been doing lots of fun, interesting things. I love her and just don't get to see her very often. And I just thought, wow, this is a moment. I love this. We were in the now together. She was telling me all that had happened since I saw her and I was catching her up on us. And uh, she's a person who loves to dream and has visions. And I I love that about her. So it put me in a whole different mindset. And I just thought, you know, 
computers, are, you know, is important, but yeah. this is maybe even more important. I, I love how you said that because apparently what, what happened to you, you had a little moment there in that unexpected joy of meeting that old friend and talking. You had a moment when you became consciously aware that the moment was really great. This is a moment, so yeah. you, you just had that little pause where you're like, I'm in the now and I love the now and this is a great moment. And if we'd have the if we do that a little more often, it's like that's how I am. I'm in the now. And that would reinforce you to live more and more in in the present or in the now. So honey, there's a there's a, a little poem by an anonymous author. I've quoted it on the show before. But to me, think of this little poem as the as the Christmas portal into living in the present or really following this three-letter lesson. And I think it does it beautifully. I don't think that was the intent of the poet, but it works for me. So it goes like this. Happiness is a thing of here and now. The bright leaf in the hand, the moment sun, the fight accomplished or the summit won. Happiness is a lifting, buoyant kind of thing that lifts the bird more surely on its wing. When things go well, happiness may start. But joy is a secret smiling of the heart. So we usually use that poem to differentiate between happiness and joy. But I, I just find it at this time of year so beautiful it's these momentary things, a bright leaf in hand, the moment the sun, fight accomplished like the game last night. <laughs> the summit won. When things go well, happiness may start. And so that's living in the now. That's like finding these little joys in the now. But then the last line of the poem, which is what I think sweeps us into this Christmas season. But joy is secret smiling of the heart. In other words, it's something more. It's something that can exist even in hard times or in pain or in sickness or in failure or in need because it's a secret smiling of the heart. And I think at Christmas, we can have all those little happy moments if we learn to live in the now. But then we can also find a time when we can just sit down for a second and close our eyes maybe and feel the joy of Christ and the joy of Christmas and really transport ourselves to the babe in Bethlehem. And then something magical happens that the happiness and the good times and the now sort of transport themselves to a higher place and, and they become joy. Absolutely. I do not know how you have all that stuff in your head underneath this funny green hat. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty amazing that you can remember well, that, a that beautiful and, and i've never thought of it in that way before like i said we've always we've always said hey happiness is one thing you can't always guarantee it but joy is a deeper thing but but they're they're both part of the same thing and living in the now leads not only to momentary happiness but to longer term joy because it re it rewires your brain to where you know i mean how many moments are there in a day in a 24 hour day cuz we've always said you know happiness and joy come in moments especially for parents yeah right? yeah for especially sure especially parents who are maybe overburdened with 
working two jobs and having little kids that need you all the time. And, and yet there's these moments. Right. I think what we're getting to here is that we are challenging you to find the moments when you're hassled, when you're sad or upset, try to find the beautiful moment in what you're about right now. And I think that that is what I need to do as well. I mean, we're talking to ourselves. Again. Yeah, we are. You kind of live in joy all the time. <laughs> no, no, I might. I put on a face of it, but I'm I was bad at this as anyone. But, but but there's no time of the year when there are more potential moments. If you're a parent, if you're a grandparent, you're going to have those little moments when the child opens a gift and and you're looking at his face, yeah. you know, or yeah. or when. When a child gives a gift and, and you recognize in that child this even greater joy of having given something to someone else, you know, and right. I, I, that, I think that's where the kids come in. I mean, the kids in this lesson, this three-letter lesson of now, who, who are our teachers? Our children are our teachers. Right. Our friends are our teachers. Needy people are our but teachers. But children live in the moment. Oh, they, yeah, uh, they, that's for sure. They do live in the moment, um, especially for our daughter who has a six, four and two-year-old twins. Yeah. <laughs> we know that they are in, she's in the moment all day long. And, but it is so dear that we have these opportunities, but so sad that we often just let them float over us and like, okay, going on to the next thing. I think we're challenging you to really focus on those moments of joy of now what's happening right now. And since you mentioned our our youngest daughter whose name is charity and it is really a hard life for her right now with these four she really small children the and they are not easy children they are rambunctious energetic gifted children in many ways screamers one of yeah. them gifted <laughs> in different ways but but i i take my hat off to charity because she writes these little notes or she's keeping track. We call it three lines that she writes almost every day. And, you know, she could, she could dwell on how hard it is. She could write about, I'm about to give up or I'm going crazy here. But her, if you think about it, her three lines are about these little moments when August did this yesterday or when yeah. Gabriel yeah, understood true. something. It's it's a beautiful thing. Well, it's a nice little wake up call for the holidays for all of us. So we hope this is giving you some things to think about for your own life, your own moments, your own now. One challenge to carry over to next week. I want you to try to write a little poem of the now, a little poem of observation, something you saw that put you in the now. And we're going to carry that over when we start next week. So if you have a second Try writing a little three or four line poem and we'll tie it into what we're going to talk about next week, which will be Christmas Eve. So see you then. Um, we hope that we've given you some things to think about. See you then. Bye-bye.